When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> to the BGNX Sons podcast. We already have Saul with a spit take over here. It's going to be a good show. I'm drinking this Juicy Riz it's right here. It's going to be a good show. Oh, God. From oh, no so- I'm sorry. Juicy Raz. Yeah, bad. I don't think I like juicy that. Juicy Riz is so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. That's Saul. That's Flex. That's Espo. And guys, today we are going to talk a little bit of ranking. We've got the NBA GM survey that came out. We also have ESPN's uh, top players ranking that we'll get into. But first... Let's go down uh, just the NBA GM survey because I always find these fascinating. Lindsay, how would you rank us? Well, what's the question? Yeah, like, like ranking for no, what? Though? Just, just rank us. Doesn't In matter. In general, just rank us randomly. Oh, tied man. for f- fourth. All of us? Because I'm five, so I'd be one, and then all four of you are tied for second. I guess then that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. Love it. You see how I did that? How's that fence you're sitting Nobody on? Nobody rides a fence. Real like comfy. Don't, don't Real comfy. Too because he hasn't been around long enough. No, to Gerald's too. No, Gerald is always all, forever too. You're all in the same Gerald's bucket. Too. It's Gerald just some always, days I like some of you better than others, Gerald's but always as a whole, angel. you're all in the same bucket. Why, why do I feel like Lindsay thinks she's the big three and the rest of us are the vet minimum guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm too messy, I never said that. And that's Lindsay I'm the saving lead no, of the no, show no. after last night. You're, you're Grayson. You're Grayson. <laughs> no, man. I'm Eric Gordon. Okay. That's that cool. thick, you got that I old got man that body. thick body, baby. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well... Shall we get this show back on the rails? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, let's first start off with which team will win the 2024 NBA Finals? The GMs voted, and they have Boston and Denver tied for first with 33% of the votes. Milwaukee in third with 23% of the votes. And the Phoenix Suns came in fourth with 7% of the votes. How are you feeling about this? I don't feel anything. So I'm okay with this. Can we just clip um, that? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I'm, I'm okay with this. They're wrong, but I'm okay with the, the way they rank this. Listen, on paper, the Boston Celtics are have are much improved, mm-hmm. uh, especially after getting Drew Holiday. That was a game changer. Denver Nuggets, the defending champs, you get that. Milwaukee Bucks, maybe can't trust them so much. They got Dame. That's cool, but they were the number one team in the league last year, and then they flamed out in the first round, so you don't know what you can trust there. Uh, and then the Suns, unproven. Don't know what this group is going to look like as a whole, what it's going to look like when you finally get into the regular season of the playoffs. I get it. Nobody else is close, though. I know yeah. that. I think this is going to be the Final Four of the NBA. Probably the Final Four of the yeah. midseason tournament. Probably, Probably the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My, my only issue is Boston being that high. I, I get that they're good, but why are they getting the same kind of respect that, that the defending champs are? Like, I... I get it. They they added Drew. Uh, I don't trust Chris Stops. Like I think they're very much in a similar boat to the Suns. They're extremely top heavy, you know. But and with a big man that has uh, injury questions. So the fact yeah. that they're at thirty three percent and the Suns are at seven, I'm like, I don't know about that one. I yeah. get the Nuggets. I get whenever you have Giannis, uh, you know, uh, and and Dame, you're gonna wind up being ranked up there. But Boston's the one I'm like. I think I'd have them probably closer to, uh, you know, the Suns than than I would, uh, you know, up there with the Nuggets necessarily. I mean, they got four really good players though. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. the biggest difference. And the upgrade so is smart for Holiday plus Porzingis. We don't have four. at this have a big four. They could, you could say that they you have do a big not four. Not besmirch the good name of Grayson Allen. <laughs> Who? Grayson, Grayson Allen. Allen. Oh, we Christ. have some really solid players. I wouldn't say we have a big four. I think we have better yeah. depth. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. ultimately what would win yeah. went over. But they have a that's better fair. starting lineup. I'd I, say yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind a list. The order a little bit. I'm cool with the Suns being four. 
A whole yeah, bunch of fun. new players. Like he said, it's not even close past that. I probably put the Nuggets one because they're the champs. And then maybe Milwaukee and then Boston. Um, I still think that Milwaukee, with the core that they have and Dane, and uh, they, they're just, I, I just feel like we're, we're ignoring that Boston flamed out all the time. Like that Tatum and Brown thing. They, I mean, they've been flaming out. We get, we get blamed big time for flaming out. I mean, I was a flame out last year. Didn't I mean, they get to the Eastern Conference Finals last year? No, no. They, uh, did they? They, they, they did. played Miami. They right? lost to the Heat in the yeah. Eastern Conference Finals. No, no, no. Hold on. Yeah. Am I bugging? Yeah, I think they're bugging. By the way, do you know how old Al Horford is? No, yes. guys, hold on. Al Horford is the same age as you. I was, I was single the last. Right. What Al Horford? Yeah, they lost in the Eastern right. Conference Finals. They got to the finals the year before. I don't think that's way No, out. no, now you're right. You're right against the Heat. No, for you, sure. yeah, you know, you you're right. Milwaukee? You know, no. Milwaukee. The reason why I'm thinking Milwaukee. flame out is because I'm going back to that series and realizing they were down 0-3. True. So that's that's right. kind of where the flame out is associated. But they did make it to the conference finals. You're right. Um, but yeah, that was a flame out for me. They were down 0-3. That uh, Derek White game, they should have been done there. Then they lose game seven in Boston and get blown out. I know people are going to say Tatum hurt his ankle. But I, there's just too much of that. Uh, and with the Suns, we get killed for that. But they get a pass for some oh, reason. It's so. because they're in Boston. Like, yeah. let's, not, let's not act like that's not a big... Big part of it, big East Coast city, you know, and that, yeah. that's part of it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not mad at it. I don't fully agree with it, but I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. I just wish the percentage was a little bit more evenly split. Um, but I'm fine with them kind of counting the Suns out. It's kind of inevitable at this point until we fully turn things around how, and win a championship and force to change the narrative. Like do, it is what it is. Do you think GMs though are a little? Less frustrated, with, well, frustrated with the Suns' approach. Maybe. Because they have said, screw the rules. They have an owner that says, I'm going to spend anything and everything I can. Uh, and they had two players in the last six months essentially force their way to Phoenix. So do GMs feel a certain way about the way it was put together as do well? Do you feel like Katie forced his way to Phoenix, yes. though? 1,000%. Really? Demanded a trade in that offseason, said Phoenix was where he wanted to go. Sure. Came back, but always it was kind of in the back of his head. This is where he wanted to be. Yeah, and but the, the Suns had to match what they were asking for in I, order to get him. I'm not saying that. The only one that I think you could say, like, maybe finessed the old team was Bradley Beal because of the no trade clause. But, again, that's their fault for giving him a no trade clause. Look, I have no problem with player empowerment. I just wonder if some GMs do because it handcuffs them and makes their job uh, much more difficult. Like that's that's what I wonder. I can guarantee you that the Portland GM didn't vote for uh, Milwaukee, though. I can tell you that much. So. <laughs> I'm sure. Or Miami. My man, <clears throat> Laking Ball. <laughs> Does Flex forget the Suns have flamed out the last two years and Devin Booker never shows up? Dude. Laking, let's hold that on. Let is, me clear this up because you're new to Laking. Okay. Laking is normally a very, very nice outside guest within our podcast, but Laking is a Celtics fan, I believe. Okay. Through and through. He's oh, got like so different teams, right. different teams, but usually Laking Ball comes in both at DNVR, okay. here at PHNX, all around NCCO. all city. Um, okay. I he's just respect, a little spicy right now because respect, I'm pretty sure bro. Laking is a Celtics fan. The, the I, I, flame just, out, I don't know the Devin Booker the, don't show the up. The flame out in the second round, I will give you. Uh, but Devin Booker not showing up, I won't give you because he did show up last year and then he got hurt. You can't really do much about that. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Next one. Who will win the 2023-24 MVP? Nikola Jokic came in first with 43% of the votes. Giannis Antetokounmpo with 20% of the votes. Jason Tatum with 13. Luka Doncic with 10%. Also receiving votes, Kevin Durant, SGA, AD, and Joel Embiid. Booker gets no votes from the GM. No votes. Which means KD only got maybe one or two within there as well. Okay, here's my problem. SGA... As much as I love him, and he's one of my favorite players in the league, what over Devin Booker? Yeah, but come on, man. Again, this is that's a that's a team that he's got a lot of young guys. If he has the kind of season he does, and he leads, and people love that. It's the same idea with crap. with Luca. 
that it's oh, it. Well, Luca's one of the only guys on that team. So if I, if they get to this place and they do these things, it's because Luca carried them. I can't have this conversation, guys. <laughs> You're me paid and Saul, to me, have it. Me and Saul, <laughs> me and Saul had this conversation on the ride to Costco the other day. And, about what though? About book with the MVP year when the Suns came out the bubble. Went to the championship, and then the following year, he had 64 wins, franchise record. But we talked about it in context of Jason Tatum. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Just Jason Tatum. Yeah, no. We what, start to bring in SGA, and it's completely different conversation. And the other guys, too, to, to a certain degree. I'm just saying, if a guy can win 64 games, coming off a finals run, super exceed what they did the year before. They won 52 the year before. He comes and wins 64. Franchise record. Is the best player on the basketball team. Best team in basketball. The voting happens before the playoffs. So I don't want to hear what happened in the playoffs. He ended up fourth in that voting. Now, SGA, you're going to tell me SGA has a good year and the Thunder are six? He's an MVP? Come on. No, Hold on. Man, but no. you, I think part of the equation that's being missed here is if we remember the first half of that season, Chris Paul was the guy that they put in the MVP conversation. Right or wrong, that was the guy that was in the MVP conversation. That was my argument. And in the second, look at that. <laughs> I'm scared that we're thinking this in. Oh but, no! But, but then, then it shifted because Devin, when the calendar changed, took over. Yeah, and Chris Paul got injured. Yeah, and Devin made that run. He was not in people's top ten, and he made that run mm -hmm. to fourth in that voting. So I think that's part of why uh, that that first half of the season, all the focus on Chris Paul and defying Father Time and all that crap, overshadowed Devin. And if if it weren't for that, and he had been in the conversation from word one, I think he finishes top two that year. But he won't win. I I'm not saying you'll I, win. My my argument to to Flex was that I believe this specific year. All right, all the eyes are on them. They got all the national games they could ever want this year. Um, if he shows that he is the orchestrator of this team, like I believe from the jump, game one, game two, both nationally televised games, he will set the tone early on. And we know how much that matters. When you are playing your first week or two of the season in oblivion and nobody really pays attention to you, it's always the East Coast games or it's always the fucking Lakers. Like you get lost in the sauce until people see you on the big stage. And that's the other thing is like when you play on the big stage, like you got to come up and Devin just hasn't had enough opportunities to be in those primetime games. When's the last time the Suns were on that primetime Saturday ABC game? Fucking ever? I think it was last year. That last year one. it was. One, 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 yeah. one. But that year that you're talking about, the Devin Booker uh, fourth the in the MVP, win? they weren't on national no, TV that not much. At all. So I think that's a valid point That is a well. valid point, especially when you got Jason Tatum on the East Coast, and we know how much those East Coast people love it's themselves. Bias. Yeah, it's biased. We got one right next I, to us. I just... <laughs> I just feel, I just feel like listen, you know, we talked about this and we talked about the primetime games on national TV. Do you pop? Do you jump off the screen? Yeah. There is no damn primetime TNT game or CBS game that is bigger than the NBA Finals. Right? NBA Finals trumps everything, right? The year before, aside from Giannis, the best player in the NBA Finals was Devin Booker. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but people right. people no, forget no, things it, as you move into the next. Also, 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 okay. Yeah. Going to use that specific, and we talked about this. D all those, right, <sighs> that specific instance. All right, we're talking about MVP, right? Booker gets the ball stripped by Drew Holiday. I truly believe if he's able to rise up and get that shot off, he's hitting that shot, and he ends up being Finals MVP, and they win a championship. But he doesn't. And then the 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 counterpoint was that lob to Giannis. He gets the dunk. The Bucks end up winning the world championship. And that's that's the mindset of people who are like that's the MVP as opposed to what happened because the player doesn't get stripped in that moment. They come through in the big time clutch. Fair or not? And I don't think that's fair. Yeah. That's the perception of people thinking that Devin Booker is not on the same level as a Giannis or an Embiid or guys like that. And, right. and that's the narrative he's got to change. To me, Devin Booker averages 25, 10, and 7 this year. He's winning MVP because he's going to be on the best basketball team in the league. If he doesn't do that, he leaves the door open for a guy like KD or Jason Tatum or Joel Embiid or whoever, um, Jokic, 
uh, to win that that. But Devin Booker has as good a shot as anybody else in the league right now at winning MVP and certainly over Shea Gilgis Alexander. 25, 7 assists, 5 rebounds is a stat line that will keep him in the conversation if they're battling to be, uh, for the best sp- team in the NBA, the best record. That will keep him in the MVP I, conversation. I think he's doing 27, 8, and 6, and he won't be... Uh, he'll be fifth in the MVP. Twenty-seven, right? eight, and six. Twenty-seven points, he, eight assists. I will six put rebounds. money on. I will put money on that. If he does twenty-seven, eight, and six, he's MVP. He's the MVP. Let's do it right here. What any dinner you want? Any dinner? Any dinner in the valley? Okay, bet. I got you. Bet. All right. We do have Lindsay, a super chat. Lindsay, you got a uh, barbecue joint recommendation? <laughs> <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, I can Google one. I'll find you the same amount of reviews as the one in Vegas. All right, we got a super chat from Sith Lord, the first one ever. Thank you for your first super chat. Said Devin Booker had a great playoffs. Um, legendary, but he won't be better than KD in the regular season. KD will be better, but not by enough to be top three MVP. I I disagree with that. And the reason why is because I believe Devin Booker defensively will will show more than KD defensively. And you will you will view Devin Booker more as an all around player as opposed to just a scorer um, in terms of his game. So I think there's a little bit more gravitas to what Devin Booker is being required to do for this team than what KD is doing. And any hoop head would know that is seeing it. Now, KD is going to be in the running because KD could easily average 30 all season uh, with ease. Right. We know this. But Devin Booker has this opportunity because of KD and the in the in the eyes that are going to be on him as well to be able to do what he needs to do to win an MVP. I truly believe that. You know, let's let's remember of the three book, Bill and KD career. KD takes the least amount of shots. Mm. Uh, of the three, that's one. Three, and and number two with book playing the point this year, that's gonna be a, not only defense. Like that was a great point. He's gonna thrive on defense, but him being the primary ball handler and point of attack guy, yeah, I I like book to uh, to actually have a, a better chance than KD this year. The only reason why we're stuck on book because digital digital dope exclusive says you bro y'all stuck on book like is because he didn't even get mentioned in this in this he thing, did not. right? Like no. KD got at least mentioned. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and again, Kevin Durant, same thing. Definitely has an opportunity to be able to to win an MVP this year if if he balls out the way we think he can. Like but even even KD and Beal Talk about how this is Book's team. They came here because they wanted to play with Book. Like that, that means something. Yeah. So if Booker can live up to that hype, it's going to mean something. I think the point that if Katie and him have similar lines, that I think people will lean towards Katie. Though. See, see, been I don't there, think so. Been there, done that, <clears throat> has the title. People already think of him in that mindset as an MVP. I think he's going to get more credit. Than Devin Booker does if they have similar staff. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna oppose that because I think it'll be the opposite. And why? Because a some people in the media just do not like KD. B uh, KD's already won an MVP. Yeah. And if if you all things being equal, you're 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 more inclined to give it to the guy that hasn't won one before. You, you think? Like when it came yeah, to Jokic I and Embiid last year. Because yeah. the only reason that, why Jokic didn't voter, win, yeah, when Jokic won the MVP, that, it wasn't, was, or when Embiid won the MVP last year, it wasn't because he was clear and far away better than Jokic. It was fatigue. because he they got they got Jokic yeah, fatigued. I understand yeah, but, that, but I think that if we're looking at who is disliked more between Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, I media. still think. I still, you still think, think it's Devin. Book? Yes. Oh, man, because you can argue about KD, but you can't deny that KD is one of the greatest of all time. You can some, argue about what, what maybe is and valid I, or what is not, but when it comes to Devin, you can still technically, they technically still argue about whether he's as good as he is. And but with Kevin Durant, you got you can't argue how good he is. You can just argue the validity of things. Th- this is what blows my mind, though, is why are we still arguing about how good Devin Book is? Man, this guy is a clear-cut top 10 player in the world. But we don't argue about Luka. Because we don't argue about Tatum. Man, I you you've never heard. Welcome my to Phoenix. <laughs> no, this is yeah, it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. Like so, so, so KD, so so 36, 37 year old Chris Paul 
is more vital to Devin Booker than Jalen Brown is to Tatum. You have, you've never. So heard we don't my bring theory. up Jalen Brown now. You've never heard my theory on this. One. Talk to me. It all comes down to that seventy-point game and how he got it. And there's been a stigma on him ever since then that has never gone away because the the media cannot let go of certain things like that. I, I think that 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 poisoned the well. And then he got the well. He's a he's a. a, a good scorer on a bad team there was always an excuse and it stemmed from that moment in my mind mm-hmm. also the 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 whole voter fatigue i was in the nba working in the nba the last time kevin durant i got an mvp Jokic had won it back to back and they were like i'm done enough yeah. i don't want to vote for this guy a third straight time because you know he hasn't finished it off the first two times we voted for him. I, I think we're far enough away from when Katie won one where they were like, well, we don't, don't want to vote for him again. I don't know. We talked about this in the car the other day. Kobe played 20 years in the NBA, has one MVP. It's I, I believe but, when a guy okay. wins an MVP, they absolutely do it. So they'll say, hold on, this guy's already got one. This guy's up and coming. He's about to get due. I do believe that because there's no way you can tell me that in 20 years of NBA basketball, the best player the, in the, the league was the Kobe same thing, The same thing with Michael Jordan. He came back from that hiatus. He won MVP that first year. They had the best record in the league. The next year, he was still the best player in basketball. Yeah. But they were like, man, we'll give it to Carl Malone. Like, right. Well, you could argue that in 93 yeah. as yeah. well with Barkley. But look. I think we're, I, I think we're, who gives a shit about league MVP? Yeah. Finals MVP is what's going to matter this year. Because there's going to be all these guys fighting it out to try to be league MVP. But finals MVP is going to mean you held the trophy at the end. And if Devin Booker got zero MVP votes, but one one NBA M, or finals MVP, I don't give a crap. I can see that. I think you still will a little bit. Anyway, uh, let's jump ahead on this one. We're going to switch gears a little bit and move on to something else. Jason in the chat said 60 plus percent of GMs say Book is the best shooting guard in the league. That doesn't sound like much of an argument to me, Lin Lin. I was talking about the media perception (laughs) and the arguments the media have around um, Devin Booker. As far as GMs and players in the league go, everyone of those people love Devin Booker. So yeah, 33. who is the best shooting guard in the NBA? The GMs voted 63% said Devin Booker, 10% Steph Curry, 7% tied for third with uh, Luca, SGA, and Anthony Bro, Edwards. 37% of GMs are about to get fired this year. Yeah. That's what that, that's all that tells that's me. That's retarded. Like, oh, come on, man. You know what this tells me, too? They can't figure out what position Curry or Luca plays in right. because they showed up on, like, Point guard. Curry's number one point guard, number two shooting guard, and then Luca shows up on like three of them. I'm like, so GMs don't even know what position the, these guys. The least play. position that Luca is is a <laughs> damn guard. two guard, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. He, he's either a point guard or a damn small forward, but he's not a shooting guard. Yeah, he's a two ridiculous. build guard, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying. come on, man. Well, I'm just glad that at least we can all agree yeah, that Devin is in. the best shooting guard. Do you put Luca at every position then? That's yes. what they do. That's, That's what they do. They, <laughs> it's like he can't thrive in one, so they got to put him in all. He's a point guard. He's a shooting guard. He's a center. He's a power forward, coach of the year, quarterback, I wide receiver. That he did not get any votes for best power forward. However, Kevin Durant did. But Kevin Durant also got uh, small forward votes. So who is the best small forward in the NBA? 47% said Jason Tatum. 20% said Kevin Durant. Oh 17% said Luka Doncic. <laughs> Yo, I'm done. But, but when you move on to power forward, it's 97% Giannis and 3% KD. Which so KD gets both. He's on both. I think that's, I mean, Giannis deserves that. Yeah, for I don't sure. Think there's I'm any yeah, no, it's Last no year, as far as small forwards go, KD was the top choice at 45%. What happened in a year? Injuries. No, but what he happened in the, like the he shot fifty five ninety forty Dude, last year? Kevin Durant literally was like <laughs> the best player in basketball for the first half of the season until yeah. he hurt his knee. Yeah, what are we talking yeah. about? Injury, here? right? That's, that's exactly. But, right. but this this is looking ahead, right? So the disclaimer they that they sleep, give is this is looking ahead to this year, how they think that they these athletes will fare this season. Well, then Jason Tatum shouldn't be in the, the, that high because he's got too many other people to defer to. Yeah. Now. Well, then you could argue that Kevin Durant should be even lower. No, because because he's played with Kyrie and James Harden. He's done this before. Yeah. Curry and Clay. He did this before. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. 
Katie also got a little bit of love when asked uh, who the most <laughs> versatile player in the NBA is. 45% said Giannis, 28% said LeBron, and Katie got 7%. Explain versatility yeah, to me. Got you, I, when I was looking at this, I asked you. that exact same question. Um, a cup, Mikhail got a couple votes here in this one as well. It's kind of a mixed bag. I don't but think I just, Giannis I would is like versatile. them to define what. Yeah, like, I don't think Giannis can he handle versatile. the ball? Can he get, you know, like, can he, can he get to the rim? Cool, yeah, but is he an all-around player? I wouldn't say that Giannis is, like, one of the better passers. It's definitely not better than LeBron in that category. Nope. Uh, versatile players, hell, you should have put Jokic Luka. in there. Well, not Lucas versatile. Lucas, I'd rather yeah. see Luka. Luka and Jokic. Jokic yeah. is literally Jokic the point guard. the most versatile oh, yes. player in the we league. We can't complain that Lucas is on every list. And they complain no, no, but he's got a good point. Luka <laughs> is actually the most versatile player probably in the league. It ain't Giannis, man. Giannis, well, not a great passer, no, not a great shooter. And when I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, man, y'all gonna start seeing it when he stops, when he starts to decline athletically, and he can't run people over That's anymore. A That's a wrap. It's a wrap, That's bro. A wrap. It's a wrap. Right. I'm telling you. I'm man. This GM about, survey is dumb as shit. I'm it about is. to lose some credibility with our our Phoenix fans. Oh, oh shit. Are you sure you want to? Do I want to leave this real quick? I don't want any right. put, put the list back up. Are we sure? I mean, it, why? <laughs> why is Nikola Jokic not on the most versatile? The yeah. dude can pass, I rebound, play yeah. great defense. Like I literally just said that. Uh, Nikola Jokic. <laughs> yeah. I thought you said Luka Doncic. No, I said. No, I, I said, said Luka. He said. I mean, how, how do you discredit a guy that's that's done that and played that well? Voter I mean, fatigue. I, I'm, <laughs> Just kidding. Just, <laughs> true, Luca can't play defense. This, but this is one of those questions. Yeah, it's it's all about how do you define it. What, what's what is versatile? Like you guys were saying, this is one that I did not enjoy. Mostly just because I feel like it's too vague. I think you need to really hone in on exactly what you're asking within that question. And you know who should have been on that list? Nikola Jokic. What? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like Mikhail should have been on the list. He, like, he he's got one votes. Of, he he's, did get He's votes. one of the better two-way players in the league. I mean, honestly, he might be what? Top he might two? be no. He might be the best two-way player in the league right now. Coming I, up, I, I might give you Giannis defensively and offensively right now because he's he's pretty solid, but not all around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's take a pause. I want to remind you guys if you are looking to get tickets to upcoming Suns games, Game Time is the place the to get tonight. your tickets. Let's go. I was Wagon. getting there. Let's go, D <laughs> Also, make sure you get your uh, shirt from the PHNX locker. Uh, but Game Time, it's one of the best places that you can get tickets to games, concerts, you name it. They are the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason because you can snag the tickets without the stress when you use Game Time. So we've got a coupon for you as well. If you download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHNX, you're going to get $20 off your first purchase. Now, terms do apply. Again, you just create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Also, our friends over at Saturday Neon. It's a company started by two friends and former college roommates that make officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. And these things are beautiful. So go to SaturdayNeon.com. Use code PHNX for 10% off your order today, plus free shipping on orders over $200. Okay, back to the GM survey. Uh, which team will have the league's most efficient offense this season? <laughs> the Nuggets came in first with 34% of the votes. The Kings, 21%. The Warriors, 14%. I'm done, yo. Celtics, 10%. And then the Bucks <laughs> and the Suns were tied at fifth with 7% of the votes. Y'all feeling some Comedy, type of way? man. Comedy hour. Like, death comedy jam. Where's Russell Simmons, bro? Like, this is this is crazy. This is crazy. Yo, this, is, this one's crazy. <laughs> the Sacramento Kings the are going to have a more versus the more come on man better, more, more, more efficient, efficient offense. offense cut it out the, the Suns have the three yeah. most three, the Suns have two of the most efficient players in the world how many did they score in the first game that they played together oh together ever 46 in the first quarter yeah oh i mean that, devin booker literally just set the record for yeah. a 10 game span in the playoffs that it, it, in terms of offensive efficiency shooting like 67.8 percent or some dumb shit yeah. like that like are you kidding me right now <laughs> like i hope every single one of the gms that did not put the suns as number one gets fired in the next year yeah like they're all terrible you probably freaking are the gms of like 
I don't know, the Timberwolves who gave up four picks for like Rudy Gobert or some <laughs> exactly. shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. Man, oh, that, that is, is bad. That is just atrocious. Actually, these were not NBA GMs. They were GMs of Dairy Queens. GMs oh. of fantasy football. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Which team is going to be the most fun to watch? 30% said Nuggets. 23% say the Warriors. 20% say the Kings. And again, 7%. This is the most egregious. What are we I doing? Mean, I mean, this is no disrespect to the Nuggets as a champion. The Nuggets are not exciting they're, to they're watch. They're boring as shit oh. to watch. Oh my God, I do not. Listen, like we're going to get skates for this up in Denver. I don't care. I do not care. They are a great team. Yeah, They're efficient as hell. They got one of the best players in the world. But oh my God, unless Aaron Gordon is dunking on Landry Shamit, they are boring to watch. Yeah, <laughs> They are. Unless you're a fan of them, you're like, meh. There's yep. nothing that stands out. They're just really good. Yeah, <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with that. It's just not exciting as all. Right. Oh my goodness. That's Come not on. exciting to and watch. Who, yeah, Jason Schaff is right. Who the hell are the Kings paying off? I know. Oh my I God. Know. Okay, they were fun to watch. They were. Last they were year. entertaining moments. Like, I mean, I, I get I get that more than I get the Nuggets being entertaining. OKC okay, is ever, fun to watch. Thank you. That's a fun team to watch. Who You could say a lot of things about Nuggets basketball, but nobody's sitting there going, this is the most entertaining brand of basketball we have no, ever seen. No, nobody. Not one damn person. Every now and then that. you get kind of what we got with Chris Paul with the Nuggets, where he does something in the game that you're just, just like, you just kind of laugh at. And you're just like, or it's just like, it was kind of fascinating. Jokic will do that every game. Once or twice a game, he will do something. He'll throw a pass that you're just like, holy shit. Only yeah. that guy could do that, right? Yeah. That's that's fun. But it's not all game long. And when I watch those games, I'm like, okay, yeah. they're good. Hard to beat them. Just not exciting. Yeah. I agree. Do you realize they keep getting 7%? Somebody brought this up in the chat. That's two GMs. Two GMs in the league voted for them as the most entertaining uh, team. Two. Well, we just keep getting the same two. Just the same two. And James Jones can't vote for them. We got two guys on our side. Let's go. It's the Washington GM and um, Jason. All right, let's do. Jason said in the chat, my church league is more exciting than Nuggets basketball. (laughs) Let's do one that maybe I'm going to hope. Isn't super controversial, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. Uh, which new or relocated head coach will make the biggest impact on his new team? Ime Udoka, 57%. Monty, Monty Williams, 17%. Frank Vogel, 13%. How are you guys feeling about that? I don't hate it. I'm all right about this one, right? It's I don't fine. hate it. Listen, yeah. Houston needed a refresh. They needed a rebrand. Ime Udoka is a good coach. And they needed, and like, leadership yes. for the, a little bit of a younger and they, squad. They brought in, they brought in uh, Van Fleet. Uh, they brought in some other veterans. They brought in Jock. Like, I think they're going to turn it around. I think they're going to be a borderline play-in team, if not a little bit better. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think he will have the most uh, most impactful. Monty Williams? Probably not. You're That's gonna what get, I'm going to say. You're going to get the same thing from Monty that you got here when he first came with the Suns. Like, he's good at turning programs around. He's good when it comes to dealing with younger athletes who are trying to find their way in this league. I don't think Monty is the coach for a team like the Suns are now, which is why they moved on from him. But I think he'll be good in Detroit. But Frank Vogel, 13%, I'm not mad at. And I don't think that Frank Vogel is the end-all, be-all to the Suns' success this year. He's a very key portion of it, don't get me wrong. But when you have a big three like we have, it's it's split between everybody on that squad, more so like the pressure. Well, yeah, and Frank Vogel's impact is going to be primarily – on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, so, But the two guys, Udoka and Williams, are taking over dumpster fires. So mm-hmm. so stabilizing the culture or putting out that simply putting out that fire makes you more impactful yeah. than what Frank Vogel do uh, in the regular season in particular. So, totally. Yeah. You, you, see two, you see two teams with Udoka and Monty that are rebuilding. So by default, if they improve... They did a good job. And then you see the two new guys with powerhouses. You got Frank Vogel in Phoenix and you got Griffin in Milwaukee. I think uh, Griffin and, you know, Griffin and, and, and Frank Vogel are going to be playing for championships. And the other two guys true. are going to uh, slightly improve. And so they meet the criteria. I don't, I don't I, mind. I just one. don't think that the, the, uh, the distance uh, is the same for both those two versus the other two. 
Like it's more obvious when you go from like a 20 win season to a 40 or 50 win season. And you, you just assume that that's just a giant jump, right? Where, you know, if, if Frank Vogel improves this team, it's not necessarily going to be improvement in the regular season. Yeah. It's going to be in the playoffs. If they get to the finals or win a championship, you know, that's obviously more impactful than what these other guys did. But you're not, not going to know until the season's I'm, I'm over. I'm not going to stop myself. Fra I was going to do it again. <laughs> I know you were. Frank, Vogel, Frank Vogel leads the Suns to the best record in basketball, 60 wins. Is he the coach of the year? No. Mm -mm. Nope. I, I, see, I so because hate this, man. If leads them to 35 wins, I mean, yeah, they have some magical 35-win season. He may. Oh, Fredoka! Uh, they're they're like, nope. Look at that. They went from from nothing to something. That's that's more impactful. I mean, that's honestly, it's those guys are running marathons. Frank Vogel's running a sprint. Frank Vogel's running a sixteen game sprint. All that matters is getting those sixteen wins in the playoffs. Monty and and Ime are looking at those eighty of two games, going, "This is a war of attrition. I got to survive these and and put up better." Uh, you know, numbers than we've seen in the city the last I'm going to tell you why I hate I, that argument. If Adrian Griffin goes to Milwaukee and wins 60 games, got the best record in basketball, he'd be coach of the year. Nope. You know why? He's a first-year coach. And they're gonna and they're gonna use that as a way to sway it. This guy's a first year coach, and he went to the best record in basketball. We've seen Frank before. This is why I hate these arguments because there's always some type of narrative that decides how this plays out. Like Tom Thibodeau shouldn't have beat Monty year one. No, no, no way. No, but but honestly, I don't know. I think Vogel and uh, and Griffin get dinged with the. Yeah, well, you were given a superstar roster. Him getting Dame, I think if he had done it with Drew, uh, Chris Middleton coming off injury, and Giannis, you have more of an argument. But now that he has Dame there to go along with uh, with Giannis and Middleton, I think it'll be a lot like Frank, where it's like, yeah, but look at the roster you had. Right. You know, Monty, Monty Williams made them a 29-win team with that. You know, Hime Adoko helped <laughs> them win, win 35 games with that. Like, it, it, those are the kind of things that win it, win a coach of the year. You know? Totally right, uh, right. Brendan in the chat a really funny comment said Flex and Saul reacting like they're buddy cops in a buddy cop movie. <laughs> yeah, it's going cash. Yeah. Somebody also said I'm starting to act like a casual, but their last name was Malone, so I'm going to assume they have some affiliation with the Nuggets. Uh, so that's cool. That's cool. Um, <laughs> all right, one last thing uh, before we move on. Our friends over at Burrito Express have fantastic burritos, great salsa. You guys should absolutely check them out. They have multiple locations across the valley. We often go to the one in Tempe, but we love our friends over at Burrito Express, not just because they make bomb burritos, but because of all the community service and support of ASU athletics and athletes that they also participate in. Um, so be sure to grab a burrito from our friends over at Burrito Express and give them a follow on Twitter at Burrito EXP. Also, if you haven't gotten your hands on some Shady Rays yet, you're absolutely missing out. We are talking about premium polarized sunglasses. This is gear that is built to last and exclusively for all of you. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Okay, so these next two kind of go hand in hand. Uh, which one player acquisition will make the biggest impact? 47% voted Damian Lillard, 13% Drew Holiday, 10% Bradley Beal. But then within this, Yusuf Nurkic also got a vote. And then in the next one, the most underrated player acquisition, you've got Marcus Smart coming in at 17%, Grant Williams at 14%, and Nurk again at 7%. So Bradley Beal and Nurk both getting some love here as far as how much impact they'll have on this Sun squad and just how maybe underrated uh the acquisition was i you know how i feel about bradley beal mm -hmm. i've been on that train forever like bradley beal will be the most impactful get yep. of the off season point blank that's <laughs> yeah, all i have I, to say i ain't got I, nothing to say he just said i i like i think the dame argument can be made too there i don't mind the dame argument with that i i think what he's gonna gonna bring in milwaukee uh will will be palpable as well just the attention too mm -hmm. because now all of a sudden I, milwaukee's going to gain a lot of national attention where Giannis, oh we, we love to watch Giannis, but it it wasn't 
okay, this is much watch TV. With Dame, they're going to be. They're definitely going to be that around the lake. So. I love Dame. I do. I just don't think he's going to make the impact that Milwaukee thinks he's going to make. Um, I mean, I'm fine with the way that this order goes. Dame, Drew, Bradley Beal. I'm okay with that. But the thing to me that kind of really stands out is Yusuf Nurkic being talked about in both of these because, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people are still a little bit unsure or concerned about Nurk and what he'll be able to provide for the Suns this upcoming season. But clearly... There are at least a handful of GMs who are very high, who think very highly of him, including James Jones, who didn't vote in this. So outside of James Jones, which we obviously know, he thinks highly of Nurk because he brought him to the squad. There's a couple other GMs who also think highly of him, which I think is just another uh, reminder. Let's give him a chance before yeah. we fully. I think they're all going to be wrong, though. Yeah, because I think a guy like Grayson Allen or Gordon's going to win six man a year. OK. And then that. Solves it right there. I mean, you bring in a guy brand new and he's a six man of the year. How is he not one of the most impactful acquisitions? So I think that's going to play. You, you know? I'm sorry. Fucking Espo's texting me stupid shit. Uh, <laughs> you uh, fucker. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I like. I, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. but Like six I, man of the year. Do you think that they. I don't know if maybe they just haven't thought about it in that way, in that way so yeah. much or if they're just looking at guys who will most likely be in starting, starting five type five. of positions. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm, what I'm wondering. That's fair. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, it's tough to project it. Like, okay, if Grayson Allen, Eric Gordon, they, one of them wins six man of the year, is that a bigger impact, uh, you know, than, than – a dame if he goes out there and no. he, he pushes it like I, see, I think I that's see, I think that's the toughest thing. In, I see what in you're a saying. New acquisition kind of things. So. I see what you're saying. All right, and then lastly, when it comes to the GM survey, we'll talk about which player would you want taking a shot with the game on the line. <laughs> Steph got 37 percent of the vote. AD <laughs> got 27. Dame got 17. And then Jimmy Butler and Jokic tied for seventh. And then Luca and Kyrie also received votes, but no Devin here. Damn. Uh, I Devin should be in there, but I don't really have any beef with this. No, the top three is rock solid. I got no problem. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd much rather have Book than Butler. Yeah, but. yeah. I, I you can't go wrong with any of those top three. I mean, if my life were on the line, one of those three guys, I'm feeling pretty good about uh, taking it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, not too not too shabby. I mean, we've had this conversation when KD first came to the squad. Even with Chris Paul when he first came here, like, who's taking the last shot? Is it Book or is it KD or is it Chris Paul? And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're in the best case scenario because we got options. Mm -hmm. And that's really what matters most is that you got options for guys who you trust to take that final shot on your squad. My man Steve May made a great point with Fox. He does he actually led the league in clutch baskets last year yeah. so why is he not on that list yeah so yeah that's a great point uh steve may also by the way has had several other comments in this chat and steve i just want to say this as a nuggets fan i do appreciate you and what you bring to the table because you come with some civility some some common sense a little bit and uh and i appreciate that so thank you are you implying other Nuggets fans <laughs> there are some Nuggets fans that have been just a little extra Hey, deservedly so. They Eric, won a championship. We're looking at you. They, they, they won a championship, deservedly so. But uh, I'm here to tell you that Julian Strother is not going to shut down the big three. Are you sure? <laughs> I thought Just he was. So I thought he was going to be candidate, right? Oh man, I don't know about that one, Saul. All right, um, I would love if one day one of the two of you two, since you're new flex, will get you a pass still. Um, would read the DraftKings disclaimer. Um, instead of me, because I'm, I'm dyslexic, you never gonna get that. I'll do it. I'll do it. You read You're gonna that. Do it? I'll pull up the okay, disclaimer. perfect. Here we go, you guys. You know the NFL season is in full swing. The NBA season is just around the corner for things to officially tip off for the regular season, and the DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up new customers with an offer that's even stronger. So right now, you just bet five bucks on any game this week to score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets to get in. 
in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use that code PHNX. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet $5 on the NFL. That's code PHNX. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Stretch it a little longer. I'm trying to get oh, the Oh, no. Here, you want me to just copy it and send it to yeah, you? No, I got it right here. Phoenix, uh, the ad copy. <laughs> Crap. Yeah, yeah, it's right there. Uh, yeah, you want to send it to me? <laughs> I don't have it. Oh, my God. He doesn't have it. Stupid okay. computer. It's in Slack. Ready, set, oh, control V, go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read it. Right. I can read it again. Disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas or Kansas licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, uh, Louisiana. Twenty-one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred and sixty-eight hours after insurance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com/slash/football term uh, football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions and responsible gaming resources. Hey. I also want to know is that Ontario, California. Or Canada. I have it no does idea. not say. So there you go. Both. Both. There you go. I don't know. Good that's job, Espo. Thank you for taking bro. that one. Jason, that's for uh, MGM, not for DraftKings. We don't have a read for DraftKings. So. Um, also, we told you guys last night, but if you missed last night's show, PHNX is doing something really cool. So we are teaming up with one of our diehards for the Out of the Darkness Walk. So on Saturday, October 21st, we're joining thousands of teams across the country for the Out of the Darkness Community Walk. It's an event that is co-chaired by one of our very own PHNX diehards that raises money for suicide prevention programs, unites those who have been affected by suicide, and helps create communities that are um, smart about mental health. So you can join us in person at Salt River Fields at Talking Stick at 9 a.m. on the 21st, or you can show your support virtually. Just join Team PHNX by hitting the link in the description of the show and help us hit our fundraising goals if you are able to. All right, guys, we're going to round out today's show with a few updates from practice. A couple things. First and foremost, Frank Vogel did tell us today at practice that the big three will play in tomorrow's preseason game. So that is something for us to all look forward to. I know uh, yesterday was a little bit sad not getting to see them at all. I do kind of wish that they would have flipped the schedule around where the big three would have played at home more than on the road. But I get it. Just, just my two cents. They, they want to build the anticipation for the home opener on I the twenty eighth. It's the Coca Cola fries, uh, Home Depot, uh, <laughs> Circle K, Bet MGM home opener. I think is is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, so we can look forward to that tomorrow. Uh, Frank Vogel also said that Jordan Goodwin was a full participant at yeah, today's practice. About time. That's so that's what I'm some really good for. news. I know we all have been clamoring to kind of see what he looks like, get a first glimpse at him. And uh, I'm sure if if he does respond well to the work that they put in today, he should be available for tomorrow's game and will likely take a lot of Saban Lee's minutes. <laughs> Um, that we've seen over the last couple of games. So that's exciting. But here is what Frank Vogel also had to say about Jordan Goodwin today after practice. Size and physicality, you know, I think uh, on, that, on that side of the ball, he's got a good floor game offensively, you know, in terms of uh, knowing when to shoot, knowing when to pass and, and create. Um, but his size defensively is something that definitely that, that we value. And, uh, you got you to gotta love Gerald's mic work there. <laughs> Not so much the girth on that one. That's all I was saying. So. I'm looking at Mike is fucking terrible. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's common. It looks like a fake mic. It looks like what uh what's that what's that comic dog's name? Triumph. Triumph the comic dog when he tries to put up the mic. It's just it's oh, so Frank, Frank Vogel. Yeah. Question for you. For, for me, me to move on. on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all are too much, man. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, listen, he's doing the best he can to get us as good an audio as we can get. Uh, so I applaud his uh ingenuity. Yes, absolutely. Go. When it comes he's to thinking jo- outside the box, you guys. <laughs> it is it is good though that, that they're gonna get a chance to see 
Jordan Goodwin. They got to figure out what this kid has, how he's going to fit in the rotation, how they want to use him. And he is one of the very few true point guards. You know, not he's not even really a true point, but closer to a point guard uh, than they have uh, on this roster. Plus, we've heard about his defensive prowess. I'm I'm excited to see him because we saw him what in summer league for all of ten minutes mm-hmm. before he got hurt. So. I want to see what this kid can do in the last few preseason games. Yeah, and I also think it's important, too, for them to be able to see every single guy, especially the new guys. I don't personally think Jordan Goodwin is at any risk of being one of the guys who's cut from this team. But I still think it's important for them to get a good idea of what it is that they're working with as a a whole. Agreed. Well, defense is about building trust, and I think you got to start that in the preseason so guys get a good feel for what you're capable of. I think so. this game too will we'll see a little bit more variation from the big three mm-hmm. in the lineups. Yeah. I don't think you'll just see them out there together and then that's it. I think you'll start to see them Cross matches, sprinkle yeah. uh, a little bit with the reserves as well. Which Agreed. I also am curious and I'm glad. I hope that is the case because I know what this big three can do with them with the three of them and then the two guys that we assume are starting. I want to see how they elevate other guys on yeah, this team. That's what how I want they to see. set them up for success and how they open up opportunities for them to be even better with um, the squad. So I am looking forward to seeing that. I hope we do get to see that a little yeah, bit tomorrow. I want, yeah. I want to see KDU to minutes because we've heard about how, yeah. how much of a relationship they built in, in Brooklyn. I want to see it start playing out on the court here too. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we're going to – Push the ESPN ranking to tomorrow because Saul's got a hard out today. Yeah, sorry. He got business stuff to do. So you guys are just going to have to come back tomorrow. We'll talk about that. Um, Hopefully we, we are can going... find a different topic than that <laughs> trash-ass poll, too. I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Good. No, I'm just kidding. That shit's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> wait, That's my take. Wait a tease to come watch it. That's my that take. That shit's terrible. Well, y'all already, you hold on. Talk hold about on. Most people, like, yeah, last, most people I, saw it. I got to say, most people already saw it. <laughs> yeah. Any... Any any ranking that doesn't have Devin Booker in the top ten is absolutely trash. That's my take. And yeah, copy I mean, it, put it on tomorrow. Yeah, basically. We'll just right? all collectively be able to yell about it tomorrow, so it'll be fun. Uh, just so you guys do know, uh, tomorrow's show will be a post game show, so we're gonna watch tomorrow's preseason game, and then we'll be live right after. So plan to come hang out with us then. Until that, you can give the show a follow. On Twitter at PHNX underscore Suns. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Flex at Flex from Jersey. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Oh, wait, Espo. Oh, Espo, can I do this? I have a good one today. No, come on. <laughs> you gotta let him do He's it. Like, no. Let me just do it. Go ahead. Listen, you all don't gotta go home, but you do have to go and support the D backs because they are a fucking wagon. Hey, Circle oh, the wagon, oh, baby. Oh, Let's go. Oh,